What's up, everybody? This is your favorite Saturday morning soccer show. And just because there's no soccer on does not mean we do not have plenty to talk about once again. Credit to FIFA. This was supposed to be the off season. Well, it wasn't supposed to be. It was supposed to be the World Cup. But, you know, we had to put it in the desert. Uh, so no World Cup for any of us. But, man, the headlines have been really freaking good this off season. I'm the host, Leo the BTV Greek. You guys already know B-Hell. What's up, buddy? What up, man? Uh, yeah, it's crazy. Soccer's lost its mind. You know, every time I look around, Chelsea's doing some other crazy shit. So, I, you know, I don't know what we're doing here. You seem very disappointed with Chelsea's moves, though. Well, what, what specifically moves? is disappointing? What moves? Okay. Lack of moves. No, I mean, we're just doing nothing right now. And now the talk is we're, we're going to give up Pulisic. And I hate that because I don't ever think he got – the time he deserved at Chelsea. Um, a lot of that because they rather play other players over him. Regardless, again, American gets screwed at Chelsea. So, I mean, it looks like he may be on his way to Juventus. Yay. Ooh, I heard uh, I heard it could be Newcastle. No, I mean. I mean, I listen, mean, Juventus is the best location for him. Let's be honest. Well, I mean, that's. Sounds like he's got to be part of that swap deal for DeLitt. Mateus DeLitt is a phenomenal signing for you guys. especially He's not Pulisic. I, I won't care near as much about him. Dude, he's a phenomenal signing for Tuchel, especially if Thiago Silva can kind of help him along and stuff. Um, he's going to help him develop. Dude, Thiago Silva is a team player. Uh, Christian Pulisic, though, you should be thrilled about this. From, from an American standpoint, you should be thrilled – that week in, week out, him and Weston McKinney are going to develop something on the pitch. You should be thrilled about this. Yay. God, dude sucks today. I mean, really today. that's what Chelsea's done to me this week. And you know what? This also opens the door for this. For this. It's opened the door. I mean, just go ahead and get it done so it's I can go ahead and start getting get excited more about legs. it. Like, we're hearing a little bit more about it. Like, Juventus, Juventus still have the financial struggles, okay? They still haven't fully recovered from COVID. Chelsea have a new owner that need the splash, baby. You know it's coming now that they got rid of Pulisic, too. You know that now that the American owner just bought Chelsea, he's not willing to sell the American unless they have a backup plan. The Pulisic deal is cementing the fact that Neymar How about is the playing. American owner coming in and selling the American player. Get get out of here. Yeah, really rolling back. Unbelievably dumb on his part. However, again, you know that if he's doing that, he has something else up his sleeve. You know it's going to be Neymar, right? I mean, yeah, fine. Like I said, get it done so I can hurry up and get excited about it. I'll talk myself in to being just what we need and here we go. Here we are. Oh, you know he's going to die in the Premier League. There's no chance that dude succeeds. Also, can we talk about what, what a baby Neymar has been? Uh, he's sitting there crying at PSG that he left to get away from Messi and Messi's shadow. And now he feels like he's the most undervalued player at the club. Dude, you're sitting behind the future in Kylene Mbappe and honestly maybe the present. Uh, and Lionel Messi, like, dude, by the way, you brought Messi in. 
Like, you talked Messi into coming. Like, it's known that you were part of it. And now you're sitting there crying that, oh, oh, you know, they don't love me and I'm not valued enough. Like, dude, all right, listen, I know this may piss you off, but if he goes to Chelsea, all he's doing is it's a financial play for him. Because, again, while I know you love Chelsea, Chelsea's the third biggest club right now. It's the third, maybe even the fourth. We're going to talk about that in a minute, too. First off, go fuck yourself. We've won the Champions City. League since the other two assholes. City and Liverpool. City and Liverpool are bigger teams right now. Yeah, win, win, win a Champions League, Leo. Then we'll talk. Even with Neymar. You can't be a big club <laughs> until you win one. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, it's not funny. It's serious. Stupid thing to say. Um, No, no. But seriously, if you're Neymar, this is a step down. Chelsea's not in the top tier of clubs. You guys are capable of winning. You're capable of winning games. You have a coach that seems to know how to win in tournaments. You're not, in the top you're, not you're not the most talented team in the world. Most talented and top tier are two different things. Um, you're I not a top say. tier team. You're not. We a won top the Champions team. League. You have not. You're not in the. What's top that make tier you? Team. What's that make you? You're not in the top tier. What's that make City? Are you telling me that you are on the same level as Real Madrid? Barcelona, Bayern Munich, Manchester City, and Liverpool. That's what you're telling me. Uh, first off, two of those don't belong. I'll let you figure out which two. Um, your team, for one, uh, so you can get creative with the other ones. Uh, yeah, absolutely. We're on par with all of those teams except for the two that don't belong. You're insane. You don't really believe that. Yeah, I believe that you're not. your club is not anything until you win a Champions League. You understand that this year, and you know what, this is going to be a nice little transition. I mean, yay, my team won the regular season. I can't wait to talk about this because your boy, Richarlson. Yay! Chelsea, we're in on Richarlson. Richarlson is now going to Spurs. So, who cares? I'm glad that I'm glad that you they went on your little They can't win anything either. Can I tell you something? Tottenham have a better chance of winning the title than you do this year. You're and it's not remotely close. Okay. It's not close. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. Their team is stacked. That team oh, is yeah. stacked. And they, still have, and they have your coach, Antonio Conte, who knows how to win in the Premier League. He knows how to win in Europe. Does he, he know how to win in the Premier League? Uh, Yeah, he won with you, bozos. Mm. While your team stunk. Dude, Tottenham are closer than Chelsea is. It's not, it's That's not just a hot take. It's, it's not, not even a good take. one. It's not close. With the moves that they have made and now who they have up top and the squad depth that that team has, dude, it's not close. The only thing that you can pitch me to say like, oh, look at this. And even if you guys get Neymar, it's still not close. Tottenham have a chance to compete for a title this year. I mean, you know you know my feeling on Manchester City and Pep. <laughs> Pep is going to find a way to screw this up. Liverpool, <laughs> now that Mane's gone, now that Mane's gone, it's going to be hit for them. It's going to take Darwin a little bit of time to get used to the Premier League. You've lost your mind. Spurs may be a team to watch, dude. Richarlison's a perfect piece. You have lost your mind. Hold on. I mean, I'm just pulling something up here. We're not talking about the past. We're talking about this year. Oh, we're not worried about that. You're an idiot. That's such a terrible, terrible take. It's really not. 
And according, it is. It is. Book, it's so bad, Leo. You too. don't even believe that shit. The bookies believe it's true, too. Oh, <laughs> Tottenham are 14 to 1 to win the title, and you clowns are 16 to 1. Yeah, and we haven't made any signings yet, so we'll see how quickly that changes. What are you waiting for? Who's other than Neymar? Who are you signing? Whoever we want, Leo. Who are you signing? Whoever we want. Well, you wanted Richarlison. That didn't seem to work out, so. Well, first off, I wanted Richarlison. That has nothing to do with what the club wants. No, it sounded like they were making a run at him, and they were trying to ask him to, you know, get in, but didn't work out so well. He's so, not needed anyway. Who are you guys signing? Delix is going to be a good signing. Oh, Delix, Neymar, probably Sterling. Yeah, we're just going to revamp. Oh, the there you team. go. Your buddy Raheem. I forgot about Raheem. Yeah, he's the best player ever if he plays for us. That's right. He's going to come in and win you guys a title, right? He's going to come in. He's going to Yeah, all that diving. Yep, he's going to come in. He's going to flop so around. So many penalties for Mount this year. Oh, God. He, he's actually going to be a real good like fantasy play this year because you're right he's going to get some fucking penalty goals especially so if that, imagine Raheem and, and Raheem and Neymar on the sides God we'll never get a ball into the middle they'll just flop on the wing the whole time correct it is going to be an absolute disaster but listen let me just read off what Spurs have here up top left wing. nobody cares listen Sean Sungmin he's a superstar. There's no debating that, correct? He's good. He's a superstar. Okay. Behind He's... him, Ivan Perisic. Perfectly perfectly good backup. Exceptional sure. backup. Not a great starter. Up top, you have Harry Kane, who we all know how you feel. I'm not Dog overly shit. high on him. Uh, but he is capable of scoring goals. Behind him, you have Richarlson, who we both love. Then on the right wing, you got Kulishevsky, who was fantastic for them last year. Okay. He was an absolute monster. And Lucas Mora, who's... Scored clutch goals, despite the fact that I think he's a talentless hack. All the guy does is fucking score goals, and especially when I bet against Spurs. Um, in the midfield, they just signed Basuma, who's going to be a monster. Okay, They have an 18-year-old kid named Skip. He's going to continue to grow. He's going to okay. get some serious Whatever. Leo, this is nonsense, dude. This team's not that good. They're fourth place. They're fourth no. place. No, they'll be top three. I think they finish ahead of Liverpool. I think and, it's going to be. And you're assuming they're hanging on to Kane after signing Richardson. Oh yeah, of course they are. Antonio Conte's already come on and said no chance. Under no circumstances are we selling him. Uh, by the way, just one I last thing here. Balls. Yeah, their back line's pretty good. And if Hugo can like stay sober and not show up drunk, which is a big X factor with this guy, uh, this team could compete for a title. And I'm not joking. Okay. About it. Blah blah blah. Terrible. They're terrible. They're not. That's that's yeah. the point. Like There's I'm going Spurs. in depth, and I'm telling you, they don't have a weak. Oh, you can go in depth as you want. Your fucking shit's wrong. It's just a terrible take. It's just your opinion. Oh, this guy's good. This guy's an up and comer. This guy, not. no bullshit. They're Spurs. They're average. <sighs> Drive me nuts. All right, let's move on to a team that is average. To a team that has done. Nothing but spend money on bad players. Newcastle yeah. got bought by the Saudis. Um, we all expected them to spend some money. And you know what? They have spent some money. 
their signings suck. Except for Nick Pope. <laughs> Love Nick Pope. He should be the starter for England. Okay? He's a phenomenal goalie. Outside of that, who in the world have they signed? No have one. they made a good signing? No. no. I, I, mean, I mean, they got to get a striker. I can't believe they let Richarlson go to Tottenham. Let me uh, let me just kind of read through here the two hundred seventeen million that they have spent since January when the Saudis bought them. Uh, Nick Pope for twelve million. I talked about it. I signed off on that. I think that's a phenomenal signing. Dan Burn, meh. <laughs> Kieran Trippier, he was good like five years ago. Okay. Uh, Matt Target, I mean, he's like a seventy-eight in FIFA. I mean, that's where I'm putting him. Yeah, but he was, but he's a target. You got Joe Willick. I mean, he's he's showed some promise, but they spent thirty-two million on him. Seems a bit much for a young kid. Thirty-two million seems like a bit much there. Uh, Chris Wood, the most useless striker out of New Zealand. He, do you know how much they bought him for? No. Thirty-three million. Chris Wood. Let that so bad. So bad. Million dollars. For Chris Wood, who's about to be replaced in the New Zealand lineup. A New Zealand team that had no chance of making the World Cup. Okay? He's... Okay, and like... Brian, you can speak to this. My knowledge of like random players around the world is pretty good, right? Like, I have a pretty extensive knowledge of... Yeah, I mean, you know a lot of names. How much you know is in question because we just have to believe you because... Nobody knows. What I'm saying is, children. if I tell you I've never heard of somebody, it's usually yeah. a red flag. Right? If you tell me you haven't heard of somebody, then I'm like, I, that person doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. So Sven Botman. Oh man, he's killer. That's a forty-one great, million. That's a great signing. Forty-one million for that guy. Who? Precisely. I have no idea who this guy is. And again, if I don't know who he is, that's a red flag. That's that's not great news for. So Newcastle's guy. getting worse. They kind of are. They They're kinda... spending money and getting worse. When when the Saudis Let's originally bought for a minute. when the Saudis originally bought the team, you heard names like Cristiano Ronaldo, Messi, Neymar, Mbappe. You hear all the great names that we could possibly come up with. And right now we're settling for Sven Butman, Chris Wood, Matt Target, and Dan Byrne. Uh, there's one more here that was pretty okay. Like I'm, I'm fairly all right with it. His name's Bruno Guimaraes. Uh, he's a real good striker. He has potential. Forty-six million. That was a lot of freaking money for that dude. That's a lot of money. You want to talk about a team that's really spending to get like to the top fourteen? Newcastle's going for it, baby. <laughs> Way to go, Newcastle! You'll be battling Spurs for fourteen. Wow. This team is not going to be good. And then the reports still come out that St. Maximin wants out of there, despite the fact they were like, they're trying to negotiate and give the dude a new deal. And he's just like, I've seen how you guys can spend your money. I'm out. Nope. I have no ambition to be here and suck with you people. Sounds good um, to me. On freaking real. How can you have unlimited amounts of money and suck? Like, here's the know. one thing. You got- City. They never want anything. I was about to say, you actually got to give City credit here because the second that we had oil money start pumping into our veins, at least we found a way to win a freaking Premier League. I mean, Champions League, give it another 10 years, we may get there. But at least we're putting together runs here. And 
we're putting runs together in the Premier League. It's been nonstop. I mean, are you? You can pencil us in for a minimum of one trophy a year. Oh, that's awesome. How many Chelsea win last year? It was is that the first year they didn't win one? How many? Did how many they win, win last year? Did they? Did they win uh, Club did World they win? Cup? Yeah. Did they, does that count? Yeah. Fuck yeah, I mean, it does. You're, you're playing L I E N. That doesn't. Uh, no, no. I'm sorry. The Club World Cup doesn't count at all. All right. I don't want to hear about that nonsense. That's absolutely. We won it. Nobody counts that. It's like the Community Shield. Sorry, dude. I, and by the way, if you're the type of person that counts the Community Shield as a trophy, you really need to go like go get checked out because that's not a real trophy, guys. It's yeah, not. Neither is the Premier League trophy. It's overrated. We've oh. all been there and done that. Like totally for overrated. the league, yeah. I mean, if you're if you're a small club, you care about that. You know, winning one of those every now and then, it's a huge accomplishment for your team. Yeah, four out of fives every now and then. But, uh, you know. Four out of five. You can, until you can win the, the big year trophy, just don't talk. Four out of five. We've we won. beat you in the finals of the Champions League. I, I remember. That was one of our first shows and our worst shows to this day. Uh, <laughs> I fucking love that. Without Get in, Havertz! Without a doubt, my all-time favorite Beho move is when he goes this <laughs> Just like that. Um, what else do we have to? Oh, we have a lot of bitching to do. We got a lot of bitching to We're do. Not talk I... about Rafinha. Yeah, you want to talk about Rafinha going to Arsenal? <laughs> no shot. Huh? I mean, he's going to Arsenal, isn't he? I, I believe it's a done deal. Isn't it? No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a done deal. Um, by the way. <laughs> For all you soccer fans out there, I know all of you know uh, Fabrizio Romano. He's like the Adam Schefter of international soccer. Y'all need to go follow him on uh, TikTok because when that dude comes out with his accent and goes, here we go, and then like goes on his rant about like who's going where, it's phenomenal. I mean, I favored all of his stuff. That's an absolute gem. I love Fabrizio Romano. First off, Rafinha's going to Barcelona or Chelsea, so I don't know why you think he'd choose Arsenal out of those three. I heard something that Arsenal was going to spend $62 million on him. The, Another guy. Spend us. If you're Chelsea, do you want him? Do you want to spend that money on him? I don't really want to, much of anything right now, Leo. Just want something. I mean, dude, no, no, no. Rafinha is not a good signing. All right, In Barcelona, I'm sick of... Where did Barcelona get all this money? Because two years ago, we were hearing about how they were in financial ruins and they might get relegated because they can't play players. Okay, now all of a sudden they can afford $60 million for Rafinha. Okay. Apparently. I hate to be the bearer of bad news here, but they're reluctant to spend $40 million to go get Lewandowski. I don't think they're going to spend 60 on uh, Rafinha. I don't see that being a top priority for them. Okay, so I'm sick of hearing Barcelona's name consistently come up with these transfer rumors. Like, I get it, it's Barcelona. They're broke. They're broke. You can't buy if you don't pay. It's very, very simple. They don't have money. We'll see what happens. Just absolutely brutal. But listen, here comes our big bitch vest of the episode. We have news about the World Cup. We have new technology in the World Cup. In the soccer ball, okay, in the ball, there is going to be a new technology. 
apparently they're telling us isn't going to have any effect on the game. Now, the technology is going to be for helping referees determine offsides, okay? Because sometimes the offsides just take too long. I thought we solved this problem a year ago because it seems like referees have figured out where to put the lines, uh, which is always good. But we are going to have literal technology inside the ball that has not been tested yet. The first time we're going to test this is going to be at the World Cup. Makes perfect sense. <laughs> Do we not remember how this went four years ago? Because VAR was not introduced in many leagues. Okay, I don't think, I don't remember it being in any leagues. I mean, I know it was in a couple, but it wasn't in any big leagues, VAR. Then they're like, we're going to put it in the World Cup. We're going to see what happens here. It's going to go great. It was a massive disaster. It had long delays. I don't understand. You finally have VAR under control, right? Outside of a few moments here and there, you finally got VAR under control. And now we're like, you know what? Screw it. We're going we're gonna to mess with the integrity of the ball. We're going to put technology inside the ball, okay? It, it's not going to have any effect on the ball whatsoever. Nothing's going to move. It's not going to be heavier. Can you explain to me how you can put something inside of something and it not be heavier can you explain that to me well i mean you can always replace some of the heavier parts of the ball when you put something in to make it weigh the same okay that's a great point right i just think the ball is going to be different obviously yes yes it's going to be a disaster because less padding is going to affect how like it's immediately going to – it reminds me of a tennis ball, right? Like if you have looser strings, you can grip it and spin it more. If you have hard strings, it's going to be a flatter shot. If you have more padding, you're going to have a chance to, you know, kind of wrap your foot around it and create it to curl a little bit. This is called physics, folks. And if it's too hard and it's too thin, you're not going to be able to do that. Okay? Yeah. So this is – the stupidest thing can we put i don't care if this is a great invention and this goes over swimmingly and this is like the best idea ever i don't care okay stop testing things on the biggest stage and making assholes of yourself you finally have take a take something that's my thing you've got four years to test something you know what let me tell you something i'm gonna give baseball some credit here i'm gonna give mlb some actual credit because the breaks. they can't even figure out a uniform baseball bingo but you know what they lie to us and they don't tell us till afterwards okay <laughs> if you want to test out new technology i get it you want to improve the game sure how about this don't tell us beforehand just fucking do it take your stupid data and figure out what you need to figure out if it does work then great if it's a if it's an catastrophe you're not going to be made fun of internationally because this is going to be a catastrophe and oh by the way another credit to baseball here we got news coming out that we're finally going to have automated balls and strikes it's going to take us till 2024 but now we have something to look forward to okay and you know what it's going to be the biggest disaster in baseball history at least at least as you like to point out whether you like 2024 or not at least they took time to try to figure this out, right? Yeah, I just don't like them putting a oh hard date God. on it until it's ready to go. That's fair enough. Uh, that I'm going to be honest. The way that Rob Manfred uh, worded it, it sort of sounded like he was like, give me two more years and wait to see how this goes. 
didn't it didn't it kind of sound like that like he was kind of asking like i'm yes, kind of in the, the hot worst. seat but i have something planned here yeah he's the worst i hate him like it, it really did it sounded pretty freaking bad dude it did I mean, you got anything else on this technology thing? Because it, it's it's driving me. No, nuts. it's absurd. I mean, why do you think your biggest stage is the place to test something? I, it's it's insane to me. Um, you got to get these balls to the federations as quick as possible, um, so they can they can practice with these and test them out because this this can't go first time these guys touch the ball at Question. the World Cup. Before we go any further, uh, the picture that I sent you earlier today, I can put it up here, right? Like, it's not a copyright thing. Yeah. This is what the ball is going to look like, folks. This is what they're telling us is going to have zero effect on the, on the game. Look at that. Look at that. That looks like something out of Star Wars. Are you people kidding me? Are you... I just want to take everything. And the good news is you don't have to worry about it because Greece ain't in it. So stupid. So mind mind boggling mind bogglingly dumb. Um I, I just I just don't get it, dude. I don't get it. It doesn't I mean, make any sense. This wasn't an issue. I mean, honestly, I know VAR can be a bit of a bitch sometimes and like we get it. Is this honestly an issue? Is this really like still an issue? Can can you answer one question for me? Yeah. How can technology in the ball determine an offside? I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt and say that they have somebody that has something that could possibly help this. I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. I don't think they're dumb enough just to say, fuck it, let's put a camera in the ball and let's see if it works. Well, no, I'm just saying. I don't know. The ball's going to be behind the guy getting the ball hit to them. So what kind of message is it going to send out to let you know that the guy 35 yards upfield is one inch offside? It's a phenomenal question. I wish <laughs> I the answer for you. I, I mean, like a goal line technology, I see the ball having a piece of technology in it. Makes a little sense. I just now thought about this. How's the ball going to tell us somebody's offside? Who knows? This is going to be a disaster. Is this <laughs> is this an April Fool's joke in July? You know, is it bad that sometimes I hear some ridiculous things and like think that they're April Fool's jokes and then realize it's not April 1st and people are really just this stupid? That's been happening a lot lately. Somebody smarter than me reply or put in the comments or something. Tell me how the ball is going to determine people being offside. Yeah, you know what? Usually these kind of news breaks will have like an article attached, but uh, Bleacher Report Football just said Adidas 22 World Cup ball will have feature will feature a tracking device used for semi-automated offside technology for the first time. Emphasis on for the first time. Uh, the ball gives VAR precise data to support fast and accurate offside calls. My only thought is maybe it, it the contact point, the point of contact with the ball. But that's still not going to tell you that somebody's offside. Yeah, but like, and then basically- we're, we're going to get that that reading because, like, if you hit something, you know, if you ever see any kind of 
technology, like when you start to hit it, it's real light. And as you're through contact, the contact grows and then it's gone. So at what point are we going to be sitting in the World Cup going, well, the first bit of contact comes here Mm -hmm. and the guy's a millimeter offside 40 yards downfield. And are we going with that or are we going with the full hit once the ball's released? You know, I... <laughs> this is going to be a disaster. I, I, this is the first time I'm glad. Because I believe the rule's written as when the ball is played. Yep. Yeah, it's actually a good so point. One would think first contact first or last contact? contact? It, well, it's got to be first contact, right? Because that's the first part of playing the ball. Yeah, but technically, you're not done playing the ball until it leaves your foot. Yeah, but it just says the run the 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 offensive player has to be onside when the ball is played. So when it starts to be played, I think is when that counts. This uh, again, this is the first, uh, here we go, here we go. This is the problem we're gonna have, right? First time, uh, I am thrilled that Greece is not in the World Cup because we'd get screwed from this. I know how this goes. A team, a team I have money on, probably going to be the biggest bet that I have in the entire tournament, will get screwed because of this rule. I promise. Oh, we'll get screwed. So stupid. I like FIFA just can't get out of their own way sometimes. What are we doing here? Why do we need this? Why do we need a World Cup in Qatar when it's 130 degrees out? Bad idea. Fake clouds, man. It'll be fine. I hate, I I like this is just so stupid. This is so bad. This is uh, this wasn't a problem. There's so many problems in FIFA. So many of them. We go on a rant every single week about the terrible problems in FIFA. Okay? Yeah. And this is what you choose to do? This is what you come up with? It's it's bad. It's bad. It's bad, it's bad, it's bad. There's going to be no good come of this. Mark my words. I mean, I just don't know how they figure this out in time. Um, and especially with absolutely no match play on this. Yep. It's going to be terrible. It's going to be an absolute disaster. Um, I really don't have much else on it, do you? Nope. Uh, I, do have, I do have one more topic that I want to hit today. Uh, is going to be my MLS complaint of the week. You got to uh, stop with this, man. We're sitting here on Friday recording this. We had a game last night. It was Atlanta United against the New York Red Bulls. First of all, the, the quality of the game was just... I watched the whole thing start to finish because I had a, I had a money on the game. I had money on Atlanta. Um, and let me... T- <laughs> the... The way that this went down in the first half, Atlanta controls the possession, can't score. Boring first half, it goes 0-0. I'm fine with the first half. Now, the second half, Joseph Martinez comes in. um, He scores a goal. It was a horrendous goal. There was two handballs, one by each team right before he scores. VAR completely misses both of them. Both teams should have been called for a handball, not just Horrendous, horrendous officiating. Atlanta goes up 1-0. I feel good about it. All right. I'm sitting here. I got Atlanta plus half goal. I'm like, this is great. Nice work, Joseph. Um, Then 
And so that goal should not have counted, by the way. Now, we go down the other end, and about 15 minutes later, New York finally creates their first chance of the game. Um, some kid gets clipped in the box, goes down, penalties ruled. Okay, there's contact. There was no contact until after the ball was already out of bounds. <laughs> like, it wasn't close. Like, he took a real bad touch, and the guy was on the ground. The ball's already out of bounds, and then the contact comes. So, terrible penalty that should have never been given. And if only we had a review system to help us make these kind of decisions. So, they scored. They scored a penalty there. And then, the cherry on top was Atlanta. Both teams, nobody really come forward at that point. The penalty was scored in the 85th minute. New York, Atlanta, everybody's pretty happy with the draw, right? So, a little bit of kicking the ball back and forth. Finally, in like the 90th minute, Atlanta has the ball. They're all by themselves. They're just kind of futzing around. Kicking it among the back line. Their center back tries to kick it to the other center back. But he just left it completely short. I mean, it was it was a disgusting ball. Some 16-year-old goes up, steals the ball from the other center back. as he's like, he's like sitting there looking at the ball in slow-mo. Doesn't make a move to the ball. Some 16-year-old picks it up and just kicks it past the keeper. And the keeper's angle was something to just behold. Um, the keeper just completely forgot that there was like a left side of the goal. And just left it completely open. But credit to the young kid. Credit to the 16-year-old for scoring. Game finishes 2-1. All three of those goals were insulting to any soccer fan out there. This product is beyond bad. Beyond bad. It's terrible. You're bad. Um, Speaking of bad and keepers, uh, did I see Zach Steffen got loaned out? Yeah, he's gone. He's gone to middle, bro. Hmm. Uh, great news for the U.S. national team, by the way. Okay. He's going to get consistent playing time. He's going to get it in a halfway decent league. Like, they should be over the moon about that. Um, actually, you know what? The U.S. did have another dude, uh, the forward, whose name escapes me. Oh, it's a young kid. He's going to Union Berlin. That is a phenomenal trade. More... More U.S. people should be thrilled about that. Do you remember his name? I can picture his face. I can't remember his name, though. No. Hold on. Let me look it up because it's going to drive me nuts. But this is a massive deal. What the hell is this kid's name? Oh, there we go. Jordan. Um, uh, that's why I couldn't remember his name. I can't pronounce it. It's Jordan Sabachu. Something along those lines. Uh He's a real good talent, solid player. He has kind of a Josie Altidore to his game. He's going to be a target guy. This is the perfect spot for him to go because the Bundesliga takes great pride in developing their players, getting them ready to move on to bigger clubs. Union Berlin is among the better teams at developing uh, players. So Americans should be absolutely thrilled. But of course, you guys don't care if it's not the MLS or the Premier League. So go, go, USA. Oh, you know what? Today's Canada Day, though. We had big news from the Canadians. Did you see uh, the big Canadian signing? No. Jonathan David, the Canadian center forward, is going to Bayern Munich for apparently a $60 million fee. Good. Good for him. Good for Canada, dude. That yeah. is good awesome. For- good on you, Canada. Fuck your yeah. thoroughbred racing. No, I'm just kidding. Even though I'm out of the pick five, first Already? Yeah. It just started. 
Well, I mean, no, it's on the third leg of a pick five. It's not just started. Oh, my goodness. You stink. Um, no, that's awesome news right there. Dude, I kind of yeah. like – I'd like to see the Canadians get better. Like, I want another team to kind of challenge in CONCACAF. Shut up. I do. I think it's good for the United States. The United States needs another team to compete other than Mexico. Okay. Yes, no? I don't think so. Awesome analysis right there. On that note, everybody, we're going to check out. It has been a pleasure. Make sure you guys check out uh, the UFC show we did. Uh, what else we got going on this weekend? We got Mohawk that will be on Tuesday, not Monday, most likely. NASCAR and F1 at some point. Yep. We got that coming at you guys, too. All right, everybody. We're checking out. We'll see you 8 a.m. Saturday.